Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. This is the Some Sort of Gaming Podcast. Today is June 7th, 2020. Got a great show for you this week. Actually, it might be a little hard because it was really hard to find topics because there was a lot of bombardment of, you know, the thing that's going around in America right now. And it's being super overshadowed and a lot of things were canceled due to that. Makes sense and understandable. Uh, but we do have some things for you guys this week. But before we get started, Lady Infamous, how have you been doing? I've been doing all right. How y'all been? I've been okay. Um, I've been playing a few games this week. Um, first of all, I want to I knock a chunk off of Final Fantasy VII OG. Uh, it's a soap opera. I didn't even know that cloud was going to be like that. You know, I didn't know that that was going to happen with cloud. So, um, if if you could elaborate, I could, if you, if you could elaborate. Oh, uh, okay. I, what I, what I got from the story was that cloud teeth. Okay. Cloud was in the, uh, experiment with, with the Shinra corporation and, between that and Tifa, aka Lady's memories, that's how Cloud was made. That's what I got from it. Um, same experiment with Sephiroth, and I was like, "Dang, man!" They were trying to find his memories and stuff, and I was like, "I was like trying to play detective and be like, oh my god, what happened? What about the memory in the park? What was?" before then and you know where they fabricated um still getting lost like always uh but Zeldrick you did give me a link that link you gave me yeah. saved me a bunch of time I mean oh I'm I'm happy about that yeah because that that, that 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 guy like you said like you didn't want anything of telling what was going to be happening but like I was I was hoping that that was going to help you out but also not tell you too much because no. like it tells you where materia is as well well, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind knowing the material because, you know, your girl, your girl needs it. Um, <laughs> but just telling them where I, I can go and they're like, this is where you got to go and this is what you got to do. And that's all they give you. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was pretty cool. I got to keep y'all be thinking I'll be crazy and, and everything when I be multiple saving. But I can play that game for like maybe an hour straight and forget to save. And then. I'm about to get my ass whooped and I'm like in the back of my mind it's like did you save because I knew I was at one point I was fighting someone and I was like yo we gotta we have to beat this person we have to beat this enemy because if I don't that means I have to backtrack like an hour because I didn't save so I'm just trying to level up as much as I can I think on my next session I will like go somewhere and probably level up to 50 or something (laughs) Um, also I've been playing, we've been playing Grand Theft Auto five, um, (laughs) on PC. That's pretty neat. Um, I played with Unsheath, Zeldrick. I played with, we played a few games with Sharpie and we played with Yimmy and we were getting heists and stuff together. And I forgot how fun it was. Um, I remember when I used to play Grand Theft Auto on Xbox, I, I had the same feeling that it was, playing with you guys on PC 
because not everybody know everything about Grand Theft Auto Online. So I try to help as much as I can without being OP, especially with the heist. So um, we did, I think we did two heists already. We did the labs and we did prison break. So it was pretty cool, you know, because at, at some point you needed teamwork. It was one mission that it was to lose the labs uh heist and we had to synchronize our our sniper rifle kills and that was probably like the longest one we had to do but it was fun didn't play any call of duty this week ain't that something i did not play not one lick of call of duty all week um i played some destiny destiny 2 <sighs> this is the thing about destiny Destiny can get overwhelming. And for me, I don't want to be bombarded with a gang of missions or a gang of things to do. Uh, I was playing with an, I was playing with somebody and I guess we, I try to level up, you know, try to, you know, play, have some fun, but I don't know if I can get, I can't get that feeling that I got playing destiny like I used to. So, but it was fun to play, you know, Make sure the game work. Make sure your buttons work and everything. And what do you think is uh, different about it now that makes you say you can't get the same feeling? I used to be, ex- I, I guess I used to be excited for some of the things that was going on for Destiny 2. It's like some of the public events for the multiplayer and leveling up and stuff like that. But I don't have Shadow Keep, so I'm behind. So there's only so much, excuse me, you can only do so much um, in the game until you be like, you're doing the same thing. My light level is extremely low and, but it was, it felt good to play, you know? Um, I don't think I'm going to be like wanting to play that in the future on a consistent basis, if that makes sense. Um, Last, did I, I'm trying to think, did I? play anything else we played poker yesterday uh me yimmy slim sharpie we all we all downloaded prominence poker on pc and it was fun i had fun it felt like a uh i guess yimmy was like a talk show host and he was asking us questions so it was cool it was laid back we know how to play poker um i gotta play poker again more poker um i heard um a couple of people got knocked out of the game and had to buy their way back in i bought my way back in but i left out with 87 chips i lost only 87 chips out of all the money i put in there so i bought back in but lost 87 so i mean i made my money back minus 87 so i came out okay i don't know about everybody else um but it was fun i mean it was fun for me. I like playing poker. I think that in between the the flops and stuff like that, you can be able to get, I got to know some, I get to, I got to know, you know, the people I was playing with a little bit more and, you know, I learned a lot, you know, for me, I did. Um, I can't wait to play again, but uh, the, the thing that I would change about poker is I would rather do it in a tournament style versus what we were playing on Saturday because we played two hours straight on a, on what a thousand dollar buy-in. 
I could have did. I, we would have been better if we had a, a tournament style, but we needed more people. So hopefully we'll play again in the future. Um, that's all I've been doing. Um, what have you been doing, Zeldrick? Um, so uh, <laughs> I, I like how it, it, usually how we do this. We like go down the line um, and like I always thought, oh, like Bungie Productions is next. And then you point it towards me um, th- this week. Uh, I got sick again and I got extremely tired uh, i've explained this on um on a previous episode before um where like uh i got really sick one time because it was hot as balls one day and then like within two days or three days it dropped to like f- mid 50s to 60 and raining and like i just was feeling terrible after that same thing happened uh the these past seven eight days it it reached it it reached 90 for like three days, dropped to 60 and it was raining, went right back up to 90, and then I got sick as a dog and then it dropped right down to 60 again raining. This weather has been terrible. So like I was out for like a few days. Um I uh uh I got some uh, uh I got a new chair for my um for my desk though. I got a really good comfy chair for a steel. Um and uh and it's high back too, so I can finally like just sit back and stream and play and stuff like that. I like, feel really good about that. Um, it was um, the one you sent us a picture of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the eighty nine nine. The eighty nine. He has. Yeah, he got a good uh, steal on that one. Yeah, but it turns out that like when I went to go take that picture, uh, I picked it. I picked this up a couple days ago since that picture. Um, and uh, the lady was like, so this is the last one left. And the reason why it's on clearance is because it's uh, uh, it's not outdated. Fuck. Well, what's the term? Um, decommissioned. Uh, they have a new line coming out. What's the term called? Yeah, I'm blanking. It's uh, D... I don't know. I know what you mean, but like they don't sell it. They don't sell it anymore. Discontinued. discontinued. There it is. That's the word. Thank you, lady. Um, it was discontinued. Um, so, but then like it, this was also the last one left there, and so uh, I had to pick it up with my my dad because he has a truck. I, it won't fit in my car. Um, and so he was he immediately was like, "Oh, well, how much can you give us for that?" And she's like, 20 percent off." So I ended up getting it for like sixty seven bucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it dropped from like half off and then from half off 20, 20% more. Um, so I got a really good steal off of that one. Um, anyways, but like about games. Uh, I had stopped playing Chimera Squad um, due to the current events around not just America, but also around the world. Um, I felt really uncomfortable, even though that like the basis of the story of Chimera Squad is different. Um, I just I still did. I I felt like it was not good. I didn't feel good about playing it. But before a couple weeks ago, actually more than a couple weeks ago, I was mentioning how I wanted to stream Neo and do a fundraiser and um 
And I thought, no, fuck it. Like, uh, I'm going to I'm going to kick that, kick that off. And instead, uh, I'm going to do a fundraiser for the color of change. And um, and I started doing that. Uh, actually, last night I started doing that. And uh, explain to the people what color of change is, because that's a really good charity. Um, color of change is a organization that uh, is is to. Its sole purpose is to um, it's a, it's a nonprofit solely for fighting for civil rights and the advocacy of it um, in the United States, and uh, it was first formed um, during like Hurricane Katrina, um, and it was the entire point of it is to strengthen the political voice of African Americans, um, people of color in the United States. So at first I, cause, uh, at first what I was thinking, it was the first thing that was coming up on my Twitter timeline and it was the Minnesota, Re- um, Minnesota relief fund. And then, um, after looking through that and looking through other organizations, um, I could only find a few on Tiltify. And then I asked my friend who is in Virginia, goes by Woozy. And I asked him about the entire thing of what I was doing. And he's like, um, I would actually not um, stay away or not stay away, but I would um, not focus on Minnesota Relief Fund because they're swamped with like a whole bunch of support. So um, the next the one the next one down was Color of Change. So um, and since then, and I actually streamed earlier today and as of. Within 24 hours, raised $225. All right. So uh, nice, I'm dude. really happy about that. Um, and I have some gimmicks for it. Um, uh, I, unfortunately, it doesn't account for or it, I don't know what to do for it if there's more than like a $20 donation. Um, but it was uh, $2. You fight a revenant, which in uh, for anybody else that has not played Neo um, in Dark Souls, you you fight like a shadow or you fight some uh, ghost, somebody else w- who died there or something like that. Um, so uh, you, it's $2. It's that. For five dollars, it's um, switched to weaker weapons uh, for ten minutes. Ten dollars, uh, take off a random piece of armor for ten minutes. Twenty dollars, uh, you I unequip both weapons, um, both melee weapons, and I can only use um, I can only punch enemies for ten minutes. Uh, and that was fun. That was actually a lot of fun because you're at a severe disadvantage when you don't have your weapons equipped, and because the entire point of Neo and the combat of it is stance switching and also the recovery of your key or your stamina. And the only way that you can recover any of that is if you spend your, your stamina and then you do a key pulse, um, you hit R1, um, and uh, it recovers a chunk of your health. But if you don't have your weapons equipped, you're, you lose that ability altogether and you don't have a, um, like a, uh, recovery bar to be able to do a key pulse so the entire time you're just losing stamina and you have to back off and then go in again and then your punches and kicks do like bitch amount of fucking 
uh damage like i'm doing like 50 or 50 damage for each punch and maybe 100 damage for a for a strong attack kick and these guys take like five to seven minutes now to kill like a an oni and like one or two shots will kill me so um so far that's been a lot of fun uh besides that um i did get in a round of gtfo and uh these are with uh some guys that i uh have been hanging um because I, I mentioned before also in a previous week i've been doing uh, some more vr chat um and i first mentioned that with like some conventions uh being canceled and the vr chat was sort of the go-between for doing it um and uh it's not specifically where i met them but i've known them before him but like just some guys that i've been that i usually hang around with in vr chat and uh uh it was me and another guy that have played it previously and then two people that never played it they never touched it they had they bought it installed it and then we were playing with them right there so they had no context for this uh we ended up getting the first mission done on the first try and uh it was it was intense because i was thinking like we're gonna we're gonna die on this one i've ran out of ammo twice another one's ran out of ammo once um we're out of healing uh we're 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 running on a skeleton crew essentially and uh, so if you guys remember in this first mission, we were trying to do it. Remember that room that was the last room and it was a huge wide room. Like it's these steps that go up, you open the door, more steps, and it's this wide room in the left. You climb up these stairs, or if you go forward, there's a big drop down. You know what I'm talking about? Um, no, I don't think so. No, because they changed the thing, uh, since we last played. Really? Because this this was the same exact first mission that we did. Really? Yeah. I, like, okay, so... You, I swear that they changed it, like, recently, too. No, no, no. So, they say, like, that campaign was over. No, so, like, um, the... Okay, so the entry... When you drop down the entryway, and then um, you split off into either left or right, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And then um, there's a, a room with a blue door, and then we have to get a key card for that. Remember? Uh, a blue door? Yeah, it's I, don't, a, I don't know. But, anyways, yeah, go ahead. At any rate, um, the last room to get the crate, like I had no ammo, and I believe some like everybody else was running on like very low ammo, and so the guy, the the other guy that was playing with us that had played it before, he's like, okay, so I need you to scan this room and then mark the guy that is moving, and I'm gonna go in, sneak in, steal the case, and then sneak out. So he did this, and then as he came back, and we're like, okay, so we're done. Close the door, we run away. So like that last part that we kept dying at, that is exactly the only thing we needed to do, and we could have done that like. A couple of times that we failed at it um so it was funny i thought we were gonna be like are you talking about room 106 i think so whatever the last like room the, number is yeah it's pretty much it's always 106 for that first uh level yeah um 
But how did you? Oh, you're talking about. Well, if you're talking about that last room where you get the uh, the second package. Yeah. I don't think we've ever gotten the second package. Yeah, we never never made it into that room. We just die in that alarmed room right beforehand. No, 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 no. We've gotten into that room because I remember we spent a long time surveying that room and Sharpie went all the way on to the other side of the room. And I know which room you're talking about, but I'm saying like, I think you're talking about, yeah, where Sharpie was kind of sneaking around and like trying to get kills like stealthily. Right. Or yeah, we were all kind of in different areas. Yeah, but. I think when we played it, that wasn't like the third, sorry, the second, that wasn't after the second alarm door, I don't think. E, this After the second alarm door? Meaning like, yeah, meaning like the first mission is to get two packages and each one of them is behind an alarm door that you have to like go through um, this whole survival part where you stand in the alarm zones right, and it turns right. off the alarm. So we, I don't we, think we ever made it past the second alarm door to get we did. When we did that, I don't think that was past the second alarm we door. Because we've always been confused on how many things we had to stand on in order no, to get that door no, open. We got past the second alarm door and then we get to the very thin hallway that is after that second alarm. And then there is that those steps that go up, the door that comes up, and then more stairs. And then there's that big open room where Sharpie would go to the other side of the room and was sne- stealth killing everything. That's the entire layout of the of that level. No, no, I believe that. I believe that. I'm just quite. I'm just curious if there was, if it's. Are you sure that's the second package? Yes, that is the second package. Okay. Um, because so like, who would have been playing? That was all four of us. That was all four of us. Hmm. Okay. Um. So, at any rate, um. Also, I, I from, I I think. Yeah, so when we enter that room, I think it's 106A and then 106B. And so 106B is the last room. And then, because um, I thought, I was starting to think maybe there's a room after that that the, the package could be in. But anyways, the package was there. He stealthed in. He stealthed out, shut the door, and we were just scot-free. And then we had to drop both of the packages, fend off the waves. And then after it hits 100%, the game just ends. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think I did anything else because, um, D and D was canceled this week. Um, the DM had, uh, some family stuff to go through. So yeah, pretty, uh, overall uneventful week. What about you on truth productions? What did you do this week? Um, mine, my week was, uh, with respect to gaming, it was relatively short, specifically because, like, I had some things for work pop up. Um, I mean, stuff that's going to be kind of ongoing in the near future, just kind of some work that I have to do now instead of being able to just, like, 100% stream full time. Um, so it was essentially uh, a couple of times where we played GTA, like um, Lady Infamous said, where we were just doing heists and the like. Um, and I think another time, you know, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not remembered it properly, but we might've knocked out both heists this week on different streams. I don't know the two that she was talking about, the bank robbery and what was it called? Um, uh, prison, prison, break. prison, break. the prison one, prison, prison break. break. There you go. And, uh, humane labs and humane labs. Yeah. I think we might've done both of those this week yeah, on we different did. streams. Uh, yes, but, we did. Um, but other than that, like, uh, 
really, really what I've been doing when I had some time and had like a little bit of brain power to spare with respect to multitasking was uh, doing the streams with media requests, which kind of played out in an interesting way. I kind of like how they played out in the sense that it would just people be people uh, requesting um, the way I've seen it on other streams. I'll just say this is like they tend to limit it to like a really short clip of whatever, you know, the requester wants to see. But I kind of was taking the approach of on to see a little bit more specific content. So like we had one time, um, one of the streams we were doing, we watched a bunch of like animated short films and then we, that spawned off into like just watching short films in general and trailers for movies and stuff like that. And it just kind of ended up being like this sort of interesting <clears throat> movie centric stream, which I really enjoyed. Cause you know, one of my other passions really is like movies and filmmaking and stuff like that. And then the other one, which again, kind of similar concept, but um, we started off just kind of like, I didn't really know what people wanted to watch necessarily, but it turned into like, trailers for games and then we started we spawned off into a bunch of different conversations like um you know how to make a a movie that's you know how to make a video game movie essentially what we wanted to see what we didn't want to see and that turned into like conversations about messaging and movies and stuff like that so I, it got like really interesting for me I actually like enjoyed it a lot and it was a nice little change of pace from like specifically just having it always be a hundred percent about games um, which obviously is like my main passion, but like, you know, just like everybody else, you got layers, everybody has layers to them. So everybody has um, other interests as well. So it was cool to kind of like um, have the tentacles out for something a little bit different from gaming. Um, so I did that like a couple times and at least one stream, just like I've been doing productivity streams where I'm like, I'm just on and there's song requests and I'm talking, but like on the side, I'm actually doing work as well. Again, speci specifically because of my job. Um, but yeah, other than that, like literally all I've done is just those two Grand Theft Auto streams. And then uh, I did, you know, a little bit of tweaking on like my my setup and stuff like that for uh, some videos I want to post on YouTube. Um, but didn't really get that much gaming in, but also was completely satisfied with what I did get in. So um, other than that, it was just kind of, you know, standard work keeping myself occupied with stuff that I have to get done throughout the week for uh, my job. Um, but yeah, that was about it. Pretty uneventful week for me for the most part. Um, what about you, Sharpie? All right. So for me, I played Valorant, a lot of it, uh, off stream. because, And I was playing with, you know, first I was playing with a bunch of randos and I was playing with my other group of friends. And then... Um, my five terabyte game drive came in uh, on on Tuesday. And so I spent like pretty much all day just downloading games like I downloaded like probably three terabytes worth of games. Like I know that I need to I feel like, OK, I bought these games for a reason. I should I should just go play them. And then the multi and then like a bunch of multiplayer games. I know I'm, I'm just going to I'm just just to keep inside the hard drives because I know one day I'm going to like, you know, play them. And, you know, stuff like. Let's see, like a bunch of fighting games it, that I feel like I'm going to I'm going to play and then like some shooters that I know I'm going to play. I put Destiny 2 on there because that's a big file 
and I don't want to. And then if we ever go, if I ever go back to that, I don't want to like download 90 gigs of stuff again. Uh, Out of curiosity, so I, what which fighting games did you throw on there? Let me see. King of Fighters 13, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, let's see what else. Did so, I put so it's kind of like on stuff you're just SF5. like five. You had gotten and you're like, oh, I want to try it at some point, but you just kind of haven't really tried it yeah, th- well, up until now. Yeah, I mean, King of Fighters, I played, you know, quite a bit before. And then Dragon Ball Fighters, I played like maybe like 10 rounds of the uh, the challenges. And my brother, yeah, my brother has it, too. So I was like, OK, well, I guess one day one day we can play together. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. And then SF5, I, uh, I play with my friend that's on PlayStations uh, from time to time. But yeah, and then anyways, uh, when it comes to me playing something, I played... Oh, what, what the hell did I just play? Oh, I, I started playing War Thunder. Uh, <laughs> which is like the... What inspired yeah, that? Huh? Uh, what inspired that? That's interesting. I don't know. I was watching a bunch choice. of like like YouTube videos on like engineering and stuff like that, and then like it like this one engineering channel just uh, channel was talking about like like tanks and how they're built and what uh, why and I was like and then it was using three D animations and stuff like that. And I was like saying, oh, this is very interesting. Right? I was very like the way how he was explaining it and showing it was very interesting. And then at the end, he's like saying, oh yeah, this 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 game was. This game was sponsored by War Thunder. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Wow, they got you with the marketing, huh? Yeah. And no, <laughs> nice. that, that's like not, not the only one. I watched I was watching other ones. Like there, you know, there's there's another channel called like Real Engineering and stuff like that. Like that it's just a bunch of like uh videos about like, you know, just engineering. And there's another channel called like Wendover Productions that talk about like, you know, the airline industry and stuff like that. And how it all works, the finances and all that. And I was like saying, damn, this is all interesting. And then like, you know, they got they, they got me with the whole what do you call it? Like sponsor thing with this game. And then I looked it up. Like, you know, there's a game called World of Tanks, which I used to play too, and World of Warships, which I have downloaded but never played it. So I downloaded those 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 two games too. Um and I was looking it up on like what the differences between War Thunder and World of Tanks slash World of Warships. Like I feel like it seems like War War Thunder takes a more realistic approach rather than like like a like a a gameplay approach because it really depends on like where you shoot in the tank or where you shoot on an aircraft care uh, on an aircraft. Uh, because like you know like a person could be sitting here. Uh, on a tank and that can really affect the the mobility if if you shot the driver of the tank and stuff like that in war thunder and yeah they, they and in world of tanks like they, they like if you have like camouflage like you literally disappear from like your enemy's team like you you're visibly not there but you can still shoot that in that direction but you cannot see them until like depending on you know the enemies like you know scanner system ver- versus like the e- like this is like the easy term I, I should i'm putting it like the enemy scanner system versus you know you uh the 
the person that's camouflage is like camel strength and stuff like that. And then it, it like if they're out of like the bush area, like they uh, they have like three seconds, be, you know, based on uh, before they appear on the enemy screen. So that's how World of Warships work. I mean, World of Tanks work and War Thunder, like it's literally you put on a camouflage and you can customize how the camouflage looks like around your tank. And yeah, that, that like that's how it works. But, you know, the overall interface of the game, they both look similar. So, yeah, I played a little bit of that. I played uh, what what the hell did I? Oh, um, Fantasy Star. I played it. I played a few hours of Fantasy Star 2. Fantasy Star Online 2, not the first one. Um, God damn, what, what else did I play? No, I guess I should say it's just mostly Valorant. Yeah. So, so uh, could you like briefly say, like, tell your experience with Fantasy Star Online 2? Because... I've been asked by a couple of people, like, are you going to play it? And I, I I have to tell them, like, for one, I play Final Fantasy fourteen, and that takes up all of my MMO time. And two, like, it looks so bare bone and dry. And, like, I feel like I'm not going to be having fun. It's going to feel like I'm going to be doing the same exact thing over and over and over again. That's exactly what it, what it seems like, Fantasy <laughs> Star. The thing is, is that Fantasy Star, there's a lot in that game. The problem is, is that the way how they teach you everything sucks. <laughs> okay. Right. So right. like there's so much happening in that game that like it's like they, they throw everything at you in the beginning without, you know, you know how like a lot of games these days, they they do this thing where it says like, oh, OK, like do this. And then like, you know, and then this thing gets unlocked and then uh, this interface unlocks and then like do this and then this interface unlocks. But no, in that game, like there's just maybe one or two steps of that and then everything gets unlocked. And I was like, oh, my God, how, I don't know anything what's going on in this game. So there's a whole lot of Googling and wiki like, you know, fantasy star wikiing happening on trying to figure out how everything works. Yeah. It, and I probably only touch like the the tip of the iceberg's tip of the iceberg. <laughs> like imagine you there's a whole iceberg and then there's that tip and then yeah. like you sink that on top of another uh, like another macro level mi micro level of that tip of that iceberg. Right. So yeah, fantasy, yeah, but again, Fantasy Star. It's not like a game where. There's a whole lot of end game. It's like a game where it's not like Final Fantasy or WoW where you just play and then you keep playing. It's you finish it and then you wait for new content to come out. Right. Yeah. But what does that mean, though, to finish it? Like there's a story mode and then like eventually you're going to get to the point where there's nothing much else to do because it's not like a, a game where you just uh socialize to grind or like something that's oh that they give you something always to do like in, like you know in like um well maybe you don't know but in in like final fantasy 14 and and wow and most other mmos they're they're they give you things to do that's not just leveling or getting end game gear they give you other things for you to do uh like for example um I mean, besides the other classes, there's like 
other other things to, other uh bosses to unlock there's other storylines to uh to go through uh there's mounts that you can get there's collectible uh minions that you that you can get um there's like cosmetic gear that you can get from the pvp uh there's a crafting system like you could then level or if you already have your crafters levels you can make money off of it or you can design your own place like there's more more than just uh main story end game gear so that that's that's the point to make yeah gotcha yeah so in fantasy star there's not a whole lot of that however i will say the combat system is what makes it fun because it's not like a lock-on system and you just push a bunch of keys it's more it's more like action oriented okay yeah it's like an action game i mean there is kind of a lock-on system that you can just turn on and then you'll lock onto an enemy but i feel like that makes the game a little more difficult because it is like an i guess not like if you played like if you played like devil may cry like it's kind of like that kind of lock on system right um though this might be a good example because like because you're saying that locking on to the enemy makes it harder for you right yeah for me okay uh i've had my if someone um told me about their dark souls experience when they were playing them when before i even started playing it and they're like yeah you don't want to lock on to the enemy like most of the time um or not like most of the time but like you can lock on the enemy to keep track, but then like once you like get on track to where they are, you don't really want to um, lock on to them because it kind of makes it harder for you to swing at them. Um, or actually, here's a better example. Monster Hunter. Um, Monster Hunter World, like I, I have um, my ex- most of my experience with Monster Hunter is that I don't want to be locked onto them because the way that the camera is and how the monsters move really fucks up with your orientation and how you're viewing the entire battle. Um, so I end up having to not lock on and then, um, because I need full range of my, um, of my camera to be able to uh, see, can I dodge this way? Can I dodge that way? So, yeah, it's kind of like that. And yeah, and then like th- there is like a whole you know like casino system in that game too, and it is not fair. I was playing blackjack, and then the the dealer just kept kept getting blackjack, and I was like, man, this is super rigged. But anyways, so I played that, and you know, I also I you know along with you guys, I played you know uh, poker and GTA Five. Which you know, I don't really need to add anything more to more to the thing than that. But yeah, that was my week. And before we get started, what should our audience be doing? Press and like, hit that subscribe button. button. Press like. Playing GTA Five. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Smash uh, that like button. Hit that bell. You sound. You sound. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so let's. Uh, be, um, now that we're, now that, you know, this whole national event is happening, PlayStation has 
was supposed to have something last uh, a few days ago, but it got it, it got shut down. Do you think that was the right call? Uh, push push back. Yeah, but um. I mean, they weren't the first company to say something or to do something like that. No, yeah, no, not really. Um, so at the, uh, even if they were the first person, uh, the first company to like say something and be like, "We're not gonna hold our announcement or our video or our release of whatever just yet," I think it's a good call. I mean, I I was wondering. The situation is a lot different, um, but I also kind of had an uh, an inkling curiosity of what Lady thought about that because we had a previous discussion on this podcast with all of us being like with their tinfoil hats being like oh they're they're just waiting they don't have anything and some shit like that but like. I was actually I I had that inkling of curiosity of what you thought, lady. Nothing. What? what nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I I'll jump in. I know I wasn't one of the conspiracy guys, but like, I don't know. Like, I I personally thought it was a good move, specifically because of. I mean, whether or not whether or not you can argue that you know what their reasoning was for it because we don't know um it felt like the at least it felt like the intent was just to kind of like not try to draw focus away from like all the stuff that was going on which i think in whatever fashion you're doing it whether that's like you know what you were doing zeldrick where you had like your your uh charity stream and stuff like that stuff where it's like you kind of keep make sure that people sort of maintain their focus on what's going on and like the importance of it I, I think it's a good move. I mean, like I said, I can't say what their actual intentions are. They really could have been like, oh, we they could have had some other, you know, nefarious motive for it or something like that. But I thought it was a good move overall. Um, the I'm pretty sure these were the exact words that we feel like that it's not the right time to um, to do this and that there are there's more important voices that need to be heard. I'm exactly. pretty sure that I mean, was ex- yeah. the exact wording. Yeah. Sounds about right. So and that's what I mean. If that's their intent is to be like, okay, we we're still going to announce this stuff at some point, but right now, you know, with so much going on that should have everybody else's attention, we're not going to like kind of um, water that, you know, water that attention down by like making these big PlayStation announcements or whatever. So, okay. I, I like the move. Um, and it's not just PlayStation. Um, it yeah. was several, uh, several other people, um, that, uh, had not, not, maybe not announcements or, uh, some sort of conference or whatever the fuck, um, that were happening this past week, but just this entire month, uh, like Cyberpunk, um, and CD Projekt Red, they pushed theirs back. Um, yep. to when we don't know, uh, um, they, they like all these people are have like not given dates. It's just, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it right now. We'll do it at a later time. Um, so Which again, I think kind of makes a lot of sense considering everything. Cause it's like, it's not like there's a hardcore date in terms of when this is supposed to stop or when it should stop. Well, of course. So it's like, yeah, 
we'll figure out in the future when it makes sense. It, it, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, Steam. There was a Steam Summer Games Festival. Something that was specific this past week that was supposed to happen. Or that there was a date that was this past week. I forget what it was. Um, EA's 2020 play. I forget. I don't even know what it's called. EA play. EA, EA play. play. Oh. Um, yeah, they had something as well this past week. Um, they, they, they dropped down. Um, however, it did. It, uh, I, I was going to bring this up later, but like, uh, EA did bring a good chunk of games onto steam as well this past week. Oh yeah, like, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, but that, see that, that's, that's what I, I don't like EA. <laughs> like we all know how scuzzy EA has been in the past, but like, yes, like they did their thing. They, they moved a bunch of their games over on steam and they did not have their EA play, which in the grand scheme of things in the overall situation, that's a, that's a good play. That's a good move. Um, and all this other, and, and everything, uh, Part of me in like the back of my mind is like, at what point though is it with these companies that are just like, yeah, they did it and then we're gonna do it because if we don't, we're gonna look bad. That's how it is. You like, don't know which one uh, is legit and which one ain't. So, exactly. Point, just, like, but I mean, that's what I was saying earlier, where it's like, realistically, we don't know what any of their motives are whatsoever. All right. of them could have like really bad motives for whatever they're doing, or maybe they think if they make a certain decision that it's going to cost them money. So they, you know, it could even be down to like Sony's thing. They're like, Oh, if we show it right now, then we're going to get bad mouth for showing it at the wrong time. So let's not do it now versus like, let's actually, you know, versus people actually saying we don't want to take away attention from more important things, but that's the message they're going to put out regardless. Mm -hmm. So right. realistically, we don't know what any of them are doing. Is, is it just kind of, you got, you get that sort of, tingle up your spine like when when you see ea and it's like oh, ah, you, you feel kind of phony like, yeah it is <laughs> to me it is yeah i don't i think like, i think i just think with some companies um they are really like legit i don't think i don't i think the companies that are quiet is the one that bothers me uh but yeah. sony doing but sony that, that was a good move i i mean we would all have to be patient now because a lot of stuff is going to get pushed back for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, now it's what's that term that I put it, put it as? We just need to shut up and wait. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Did you think? Um. Was it something about the fact that all those uh, EA games ended up on Steam or something like that? Were you not a fan of that? Oh, oh, wait, me or yeah, yeah. yeah. Just oh, in terms no, of like, like when you said you feel a little weird about EA. Oh no, it's just EA as a company in general. Like they're just they've they've all they've done a bunch of bad shit in the past. Like we've talked sure. to Infinitum of like about their. Yeah, loot box I think they're shit. just trying to acquire user trust right now. Yeah, exactly. And uh, whether it's like some new guy, some new person that is uh, in there. Uh, community like the 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 position of building the community or community manager, doing the social stuff uh, or the advertisement or whatever, 
like whether it's a new person or like just the same old people being like okay maybe we need to change up our shit either way like it still has the ea reputation in the past that you know we all know that they're scuzzy they've done bad shit but like now as sharpie said regaining the, the public trust and to making them more of a neutral ground like to me it, it like i said before I think that doing the because the EA Play thing was supposed to go in hand with putting their stuff on uh, on Steam, and uh, they oh did, sure yeah yep. they did it anyways, and then they said we're not going to do our EA Play thing because, um, like uh not because, but they also have announcements. I would assume, uh, they would have announcements of new games or whatever. So it's not just, hey, we're putting a bunch of our stuff on Steam. It's here's some new games that we're working on. So uh, it's kind of a mix and match of both. So to not do a talk about it and just say, hey, here's our games on Steam now. Um, I would say that's that's kind of building the trust of people um, to making them part of neutral ground. Um, yeah, I say, I'm not offended by, at all by like them putting stuff online without like, you know, having their um, having their kind of event happen. Because that's, that's just something you can do quietly. Like, that's you kind of have to still, even though, you know, obviously there's a bunch of stuff happening, you still kind of have to keep the business going. And I feel like just having that stuff listed is like, yeah, somebody's going to write about it. Of course, there's some people, again, businesses have to still go keep going, including like people who write about games and stuff like that. But yeah, at least you can do it quietly. And that seems like what that's they did. Fine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> But there's also like these companies that are putting out these messages of just the support of the Black Lives Matter movement and um, of saying that uh, they are not tolerant and all this other stuff. And um, I actually had to had to I felt the need to call someone out on this one. And that was Activision. Oh, okay. oh hell yeah! I saw I, re- I saw that too. <laughs> did, so, but did you see what I posted? I did not see it. Uh, n- well, not just you, but like you know, other Everybody. people are like calling out Activision. On Fucking, this. Yeah, like it's so they, hypocritical. It was so hypocritical. I was watching. Um, I was watching Maximilian's stream, and he, he was playing Warzone, and I. That's when I started to see that. Uh, that's when I saw for the first time. Oh, they put their loading screen, the pic or, or the uh, yeah, the the photo or the the JPEG of what the of the tweet that they put it out of like the of like the black box with the text on it and everything mm-hmm. of like we don't stand f- uh, for this intolerance and stuff like that. And it, <laughs> to start this off, one guy was like, um. I have been called a bunch of racial slurs over your games and now you're taking action after like what 12 or 15 years you can go fuck yourself Activision um and then even more recently um which was 
the entire uh, Hearthstone um, fucking uh, debacle, that whole thing yeah. of Blitz Chung getting suspended and getting his shit taken away, and then having him double back and be like, "Oh well, okay, we'll we'll put you on timeout for a little bit, but uh, we'll we'll only give you like a part of your winnings." And like I, uh, me, and like a bunch of other people posted like the headline of like that entire thing that happened a bunch of other people you mean a lot of people <laughs> well it's my wording bunch a lot of people um but yeah and it's like no you, you, activision you can go fuck yourself like no way like that it was at that moment when i saw that tweet i was like i uninstalled modern warfare i uninstalled blizzard.net and i don't want anything to do with that company ever again that was so stupid. Um, so. I mean, maybe it's just me, but I honestly would like. I would honestly prefer to not even have companies put the message out there. It's like you can do something. Then I'm happy. Like everybody would be to me. It feels like when something happens and everybody posts like their thing on Instagram to show support. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know what that really does. If you if it really all you post is like. You know, like, you know, if a, if some, something happens in another country, you post the flag of that country or something in support. And it's like, I don't really know how you're supporting them other than just jumping on a trend. So I'm like, I would rather you just not say something and like actually actively do something to help. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, that's and- why I, would, I haven't really said anything about it until, because yeah. I feel like I, I, I first I need more information about like. Not well. I mean, there's some things I clearly stand for, but then there's like some things I'm like, if I say this, is it a right thing for me to say it? So instead of like asking yourself that question, ask someone else what you're thinking, so that way you yeah. can get an outward. Or if it if it might come off as offensive, even though you didn't mean it that way. Right. Hey, I mean, this thing still solves it. Just like ask somebody. Right. I'm sure somebody probably could see it from a different perspective than you to be able to be like, oh, no, that's not offensive. Well, I don't see that as being offensive or yes, I do or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, I just I just hate the bandwagon, like uh, ju- the jumping on the bandwagon of like doing something on Instagram, because I'm like, well, not just Instagram. It's on Facebook, too. Well, yeah, a bunch I mean, of basically I see social media is a bunch of like black profile pictures. Yeah. Now, like, I, I like that people were people were like promoting content creators and stuff. I'm like, even though that's not necessarily like actively, you know, you're not on the front lines protesting. That's actually doing something to help kind of shift, you know, move the needle a little bit. So I'm like, cool with that. But it's just like when you just post an image or something like, oh, uh, man, I don't know what you're doing. Really. I really did. So, I really dislike the people that were like using the protests as photo ops for their social medias. <laughs> yeah, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to pop them. I wanted to be aggressive with them because that was not cool at all. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, to then um, take it a step further um, of like just posting an image or whatever, uh, my entire timeline was... A bunch of just individual people. It, it was this was at first. It was a bunch of individual people posting their receipt of um, that they donated X amount to this organization and or fund or whatever, and mm-hmm. to to say like I supported. This is how I did it. 
aside from protesting and spreading awareness, all this other stuff. Um, and then second off of that, um, it came later that companies were posting that that they had donated X amount of dollars along with a message. So like um, an, a, a good clear example of this is that Square Enix, they donated, I want to say $250,000 to some organization. I want to say it was 250000 if not more. Um, and it's like, I, I want to say it, it was more than that because it was like, $250,000 is a substantial yeah, amount of money. I, I, saw, I, but, I saw that. I don't remember how much it was either. I don't remember how much it was either. But, but the point, like, uh, or the question, I guess, I want to say is, like, what about that? Like, saying that they, um, these companies or YouTube groups or whatever, saying that I, we are doing this, this, and this, and then we're also, we also have donated this amount of money in total to these organizations. Like, what, how do you feel about that? Like is that the same as oh um, we just posted a picture saying they, some they words? They've supposed to been doing that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, jump in, lady. They supposed to. They no, supposed to have been already been been aware of what's going on with people with black people. So um, at first it was like justice for all, and then you had like people like you and me putting in the effort, putting in the protest, putting in the putting our money where our mouth is. That's mm -hmm. when, to me, the company started to, you know, start putting out money. And then, then it, to me, it got to the point of it was uh, pocket checking with the companies. Because you see one company donate $25,000, then you got one donating 100000 here, then you got one donating 250000 here. So to me, it's like, yeah, it's good and all, but were, would you would you be doing something like this if this wasn't happening, you know? The obvious answer is, of course not. So, like, but that's I was gonna. I was actually gonna provide a counter to that, though. They might be, which to me kind of is why I'm still not a huge fan of it because I'm happy that you're doing it. But if you're like starting to post receipts and stuff like that because it's become like more more of a global thing, it's almost like it's almost like you're asking for a thank you. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of look at um, regardless of what it is, whether it's like um a charity specific to you know this stuff going on or if it's a charity in any other fashion like i mean it's these these big companies you know a lot of times i think for tax purposes will still donate to like a bunch of different charities but you don't see that post online so the fact that like oh now this is the big thing and we're gonna show you now that we're supporting it it's like i don't again i don't know like to me that's like I don't I don't I don't really know what it's doing other than asking you for to be is asking you to like basically say a thank you or say like we're on bandwagon too. Like to me it's all it's more so about just action. Like I'm I'd rather just like have, you know, the, all these charities or these support groups or whatever get the money and them not really say like no no no, we don't need to showcase to everybody that we did it. We're doing it because we want to do it, not just to get like um, everybody else to recognize that we're on board, but um, I'm, I guess in that sense, though, I'm not as offended as the other people. It's not like as when people uh, are just posting images, because actually, at least there's some action with it. Yeah, like you know, that they actually gave money, but um, yeah, I, so I'm, like, not, I'm not that mad. Yeah, like just the other day, maybe was it? I forgot if it was yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. I was um, watching the um, the scuffed podcast. 
you know, I think it's like one of the biggest podcasts on Twitch. Um, uh, you guys know Trainwreck? No. I've no. seen a Trainwreck. Uh, anyways, like, anyways. So they, train <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, uh, you know, you know, player unknown, right? He, uh, mm -hmm. he, he, he went into their podcast and donated for color of change like that way, instead of it announcing it from his Twitter timeline or anything like that. Yeah. He just okay. used, yeah, he, he, he just donated through the tilt their own tiltify account. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. It, to me, that feels more like I'm not looking for recognition for it. I'm doing it because I want to do it. Or I'm doing it because I feel like it's right or whatever. That's that's just my preference overall. But I'm sure like these companies, I mean, we were just talking about how uh, um, there seems to be like this sort of general thought about EA of them not being a great company. So I'm sure they, you know, in terms of marketing, they're thinking like, oh, let's put it out there because like at least it might help shift people's opinion of the company overall or something like that. So it's a smart slash good move for them. But just, I don't know. It just, it just kind of rubs me slightly the wrong way. Like anytime I donate to anything, it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to show anybody I donated it or like anything like that. I'm just going to be like, yeah, I know I did it and I did it for the reasons that I wanted to do it. So I don't need to tell every, I could tell somebody in casual conversation, but I don't need to blast it out to everybody. So that people could be like, Oh, good job. Good job. Cause I don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. You might've donated $250,000 and like, <laughs> tomorrow have like some kind of scandal <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what happened. Like all of a sudden it gives you a completely different perspective on the company or something so yeah i don't know either way though it's great that there's so much global support for it anyway so mm -hmm. i can't be mad at that the, the 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 great thing is that like other countries have pro problems of their own too not just you know not just for blacks, but like for other countries, like, you know, my, like in Japan, like they, they, they don't, they had like another incident around the same time. And then they said, and they're like saying, yeah, like they saw what America was doing. So they're like, they, so these, these, they had the protest of their own with, against a police brutality. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, move on to that topic. Uh, did you see Sega Game Gear? What was it Micro Mini? Yeah, the Micro. Yeah, yeah Micro. What the? Uh, what do you guys uh, think? Of it? I think it's ridiculous. Uh, yo, of course. Uh, fifty dollar keychain. It's a fifty dollar keychain. It's a fifty. Yeah. It's a 50 <laughs> Not only that, it's f it, it, yeah. What? Why would I want to spend forty five dollars on something that's like one? In, like what was it? One and one and a half inch. One and one point one five inch screen with only four games on it. I think for the exact reason Lady Infamous just said, because you want to have a nice cool keychain. <laughs> Pretty much it. Like something you can show people and be like, oh, they're like, oh, that's cool. And then that's about that's it. That's like a yeah, conversation about five seconds piece. of like recognition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not buying it. Not even close. Um, I, I didn't realize it only had four games. It. What does it have? Four. Okay. It has four games. Not all the games are the same. Yeah, there's Wait, four. There's mean? there's gonna be four versions of it with four different colors, uh, with four different types of games on each of them. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Um. 
Okay. I can uh, send you guys the video, I mean, the article. Yeah, go for it. Um, I I had my hands on a Game Gear for a tiny bit. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, I, the only game I played on it was a Sonic game. And that game was atrocious. Uh, and then trying to... I, I I think I played something else on it too, but like it just it was the original one was so heavy, um, and I don't remember. Maybe they might say like, oh, because the original one was so heavy. Here's the lighter version. <laughs> yeah, this definitely ain't gonna be heavy. <laughs> yeah, um, but like even then, like I don't recall anybody saying that it had good games. I mean, I see they got Outrun on there, which I loved. They got Sonic. I used to love back they in the day. They got Sonic. Yeah, but like the I Sonic I played that I played that was... same game. That's Sonic and Tails, right? I believe yeah. so, yeah. I I don't remember Sonic and Tails being bad, but also, that also was a long time ago. I was a kid, so you might have... When, when you played it, was it around when, um, when you were a kid? Like when you were younger, or was that more recent? Oh, that was when I was a kid. I okay. was like... 11 i think yeah something like that so like 18 years ago so yeah like it i just didn't have fun with it it was like it was it was really hard to control i just remember that Mm -hmm. that that game was really hard to control and it was not as you after playing sonic 2 you expect the same type of controls off of every sonic game and then you play the the Game Gear one, and it did not feel the same way. So, um, also the tiny screen had a lot. Of yeah, no, but they have a magnifying glass the that also costs like fifty dollars to get. What is that? Fucking, if your it's eyesight was not bad glass enough, for your screen, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, if your eyesight was not bad enough, like now you have this to deal with. And you have to buy a peripheral so you can actually see what's going on on the screen. Exactly. So this is going to be... Whose idea was this? I don't get it. Japan's. I don't know if, I don't know if y'all remember, like, back... Um, I think I had brought up the... I had brought up some retro gaming console um, that was coming out. I think it was... Was it Magus Master System or something like that? I don't know. But, like, a long time ago, I had asked the question of, like, do we need these retro gaming consoles? I think this is literally... Somebody jumping on that bandwagon of like, oh, everybody else has not everybody else, but there's been like all these other retro gaming consoles that have come out and had like some semblance of success. Let's just go with everything. Watch, I bet you there's gonna be a freaking uh virtual boy at one point. <laughs> oh, <laughs> virtual God, they boy retro not. console. Like, I mean, how would they do that? Just get like a headset type of thing it's probably yeah it's gonna be something that clips on the glasses or it's a little vr headset or something like that it's gonna be stupid somebody now, will do it though now here's the thing with how small this thing with his uh, game gear micro is like yeah you can see a picture like the picture that you see on articles like it's two hands holding all four of them they're really tiny but then 25 seconds into the video the thing is in this person's hands like a controller it is so tiny yeah (laughs) the it doesn't they that changed quick because it looks normal size in the other ones like both thumbs on it the the d-pad disappears both the buttons on the right disappear like you have no room to hold this fucker (laughs) 
I don't see uh, this going as anywhere. Any of them is right. This is a keychain. Exactly. No, a keychain you probably don't even play. You just turn it on and let somebody play it for it's like a, conversation a couple piece. minutes. Like exactly. Yeah, you're at like, the bar. Oh, you're at the bar this. having a couple of drinks, and you be like, "Hey guys, check out this thing I have. This fifty dollar keychain. Oh, you can't see it. How- <laughs> uh, I wouldn't tell nobody it's fifty dollars. <laughs> I'm like, look at this keychain. I, got. <laughs> I don't know about you, lady, but like if like I if I went into a bar like that, like people would then stay like at least 10 feet away from me because I'm playing I play video games fucking <laughs> but like in all jokes aside like even then like if, if any if it was supposed to be a conversation piece if people look at it they're like hey what's that and it's just like oh it's a Game Gear Micro you remember the Game Gear right they're gonna be like no no <laughs> absolutely not i don't remember that or it's either they're gonna say no or yeah i remember that took that that fucker took a bunch of batteries at once right like eight batteries right god damn yeah. was it six I, I or eight batteries people people probably because it I'll, i'm gonna admit and say that it looks cool it does not look like anything I'd want to own or is practical to own or is practical to play. It's but not logical. I can't justify that I order. I think somebody would look at it and then be like, oh, let me try it and play it for about five minutes until it was like, my thumbs hurt or something like that from just trying to play this game. Or my hands get sweaty time. because they're so close together all exactly, the time. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you, they'd never mention it again. And you just save it for the next conversation. I get it. Inevitably, ask about it again. I give it five seconds, not five minutes. No, it could be five seconds too. <laughs> they can't even get past the Sega. Look, I can, You're I like, can, I can buy, I can buy, I can buy the Lord of the Rings extension, uh, extended edition collection for fifty dollars, and that's a more justifiable purchase than that Game Gear keychain. Honestly, yeah, I, I well, I, yeah, I, like I agree with that. But to me, honestly, I would rather spend 10 more bucks and get The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> so we're just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. So, like, this is so stupid. I like, I like how we all uh thinking about what other ways to spend 50 to $100 <laughs> and other than this keychain that we're that they put out here i mean it's just silly. i mean you got that means if in order you to play the whole collection is going to be two hundred dollars i know if i yeah pretty much and not only that you have to buy that magnifying glass so you I'm, can actually see what's going I, on that's like 250 250 oh my god that's a that's a switch plus that's tax. a switch <laughs> yeah honestly i what what this should should have been i would say is you know it's been however many years since the uh the game gear came out it's like, why isn't this the same size as the original Game Gear, but obviously way lighter because of like technology has improved so much and has every game on it. You are 100% for $50. on $50. Yeah, <laughs> should have been are, exactly that. You are 100% on the nose. That's what they should have done. Um, and like. Even even then, like, actually, you know what? That would have given it a bunch more sales. That would have. I think so. I don't think anybody's going to buy this. Maybe some people in Japan, like you gonna see a bunch of like Japanese girls who just think it's cute that all got it like hanging from their keys. <laughs> yeah. Watch, I guarantee it. <laughs> Here, so here's the thing. I would much rather this not be an electronic device. I would rather this be a keychain that Actual just had the tape. picture Sega on it. <laughs> I would rather it be that. That is true. I'm with you on that. God, this is dumb. <laughs> a weird choice. Very weird choice. 
All right. October Japan launch, though. Mm-hmm. So who says if it's even coming here? Nobody. I don't think yeah. it, I don't think there's a market for it here. Sure. If it does, it I'd be super surprised that people would buy this thing. Well, you know what? Yeah. People that got money and no sense will buy this. <laughs> money and no sense. That's I love that. I fucking <laughs> oh, I'm love pretty that. sure like some some people would buy it because it's so cute. I like cute things too, but be... not that cute. Um, it's not, it's not like $200. Definitely be more of an no. accessory than a game console. No, come on now. Absolutely. That's not even logical, sir. I can't. I can't do that. I, 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 I know I have more, I have like much more better things to spend on $50. So I just couldn't. And my attention span ain't even that long. I'll be, I'll lose that. I will lose that keychain. What if you find out it's amazing? It's not amazing. I can tell by the commercial. What if you find out though? It's, it's not amazing. amazing. I know it's not. I can tell. I can tell how it looks. That is not amazing. You know why? It, it's too small. The person holding it might have had huge hands. <laughs> so they just make it look tiny. No, I, I'm, I don't even want it. But not legit. What if you found out it played like exceptionally well for whatever reason? I, I, like it, no. was, it actually didn't hurt. It somehow no, the was buttons, no. ergonomically I, No, come on now. You're playing the devil's advocate right now because. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, because this, this is ridiculous. I want to see you spend $50. I'm not supposed to spend $50 on this, sir. I won't even. <laughs> it, you better not have. I have better have nobody buy me this either. I'm going to be so mad. I'm like, what you bought this for? You shouldn't have said that. You're not going to buy it. <laughs> nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to buy it. They know me. There's four of us in this group. So what that mean? <laughs> There's four Game Gear micros. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shouldn't have said I'm that. I'm not paying. You better not. Look, I advise my friends on this panel to not buy this Game Gear Mini <laughs> micro. I, If you do purchase this, I will like really have to think about your judgment in, in the world because you absolutely have. I, it just. I, People, I don't. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I really think. Yeah, it's, and they're uh, only going to sell it to three locations: it's on Amazon, Rockten, and Sega Store. They can have it. <laughs> what was the second one? Huh? Rockten. Oh, I don't know what that is. Okay. Rockten is like, not like Japan's version of Amazon. Oh, okay. They, they even have like a Western website too. They they have like this huge office building in um in Cupertino. Hmm, okay. Yeah, you'll see like this giant R icon if you go down to Cupertino on one of this buildings. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll look it up. Uh another another piece of news by Ubisoft. Tell me, tell me, uh, I'm gonna ask you guys like a Jeopardy like question. All right. Get ready, okay. get ready for this. I uh, this thing is an access to a game for a limited time. Whenever the time is over, you have to buy the game for the time you, you want to have access for it again. What is it? Subscription based model. OK, but for to them, it's not called a subscription. I fucking heard this. I read yeah, I heard this. this before and I'm forgetting what the name is. I'm forgetting what it is, though. Uh, it's for Trackmania. It's yeah. a wildly oh, popular really? racing game. Who is uh, who said it was build, popular? Like, courses and all that. Who said it was popular? Yeah, yeah. You, you play it? Uh, oh no, it's that de- it's it's definitely really popular. I, I don't. It's not like the biggest game out there necessarily, but mm-hmm. it's, I think there's still like a pretty big audience playing it at the moment. Okay. It, it 
throughout the years since it's like it's it started like it has had a following um uh, and i guess like what we're getting from lady is that like is it popular but like you hear the loudest people about burnout or uh forza or anything like that that we get nowadays but there's still a lot of people that are playing these track mania games um and making their own you can build courses and submit them and all that that's why right um but the uh, the the point of the matter is what it, like what is access to a game to then having to pay as uh, like per month or per year and then if you don't pay for it you lose access to it like yes, what is that called like well clearly it, not a subscription according to Ubisoft right. And yeah, they is, just want to give it their own buzzword. <laughs> fucking, they didn't even give it a buzzword. They didn't even like give it a word. It was like, but it's not a subscription. You just buy the game again, and it's like, we'll hold the fucking phone. Like, okay, yeah, sure. I bought Final Fantasy fourteen once, and say like it was still on like the base game. I paid like uh, what? I think I paid at, well dis- dis- discount of like thirty bucks or something like that. Um. But then, like, I have to pay, like, $13 a month to keep playing it. But, like, but no, to them, you're just rebuying the game to then play it for another year. So they're trying to give it a different spin of, hey, that Call of Duty that that you paid for last year, now pay another $60 for a Call of Duty. But the difference being that that was Black Ops 4. Now it's Modern Warfare. So two different games. But with Trackmania, it's like, no, you pay for the same exact same uh, same same exact game again. Okay, so it's a subscription. No, you're buying the game again. And then that's when, like, y- you have this, like, the, the Jackie Chan sort of image of, like, what the fuck? Like, the mind blown or whatever. Spinning fuck? around. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is so bullshit. Yeah. They just don't want to give it a subscription, like, or they didn't want to admit that it was a subscription name because of... A, they wanted to make a big stink of this and get on the news, or B, because they have their entire way of thinking is so fucked up. Like, well, actually, part of it is just like uh, they probably, again, marketing wise, they're probably like people don't want to hear the words. It's a subscription model. Like you have to, they don't want people to think of it as a subscription because there's a lot of people who, the minute they hear that, they're like, I don't want, I don't want to pay a monthly subscription to play or something. You They're have just trying to figure out how to word it where it's not. It doesn't sound like that, but it sounds exactly like that. You have several millions of people paying a subscription for Xbox Live and they're OK with it. Why is this yeah. any different? But specifically for a game. OK, not necessarily for the service. This Xbox Live. I don't know. It, Plus, I, that's like it once a year. Or per few months or whatever. And I get it. Like yeah, I, yeah. I have a, I hear a lot of people being like, why pay per month to have access to online? Same thing with like PlayStation Plus. Why have access pay per month to have access to play online games? Just go to PC and all of your multiplayer like experiences are free. Um sure. I hear that argument. And then it's very, very rarely now for the past decade have I been given a stink of why are you paying per month for an MMO? Like that's so that's a lot of that uh, that's a lot of money, a ton of money to like just keep paying per month. And it's like, well, I think, that, but that's kind of like the accepted model for MMOs, right? 
yeah that's the accepted model also yeah. if like if your mmo most of the time if your mmo does not have a subscription base the entire air around it is well it's free to play and it's immediately tr- like cur- like a korean mmo sort of uh, sort of game and it immediately tanks and people don't like it because there's so much like pay for cosmetic or pay to win sort of sort of shit um so like there's that example but like i just don't see why like okay trackmania now it's a subscription base and we keep updating it like i don't see what the problem is with that (laughs) we're just saying it's subscription not you just have to buy the game again well i mean wait wait you're saying you don't see a problem with that model i don't see or a, saying I, just saying it, that that's what it is i don't have i don't see a problem with the subscription based model for like because i pay per month for an mmo to have access to one online game i'm okay with it because i really like it so if people really like the trackmanian game and if they're given like the opportunity of in sharpie you're actually going to need to give more information about this specific game because if it's a trackmania that they just keep updating and give it new features or more stuff with that much, I don't know. Okay, no, I don't know too much about that. See, that's the difference. Like, if I'm paying like a subscription-based model for a game that doesn't change, and the only updates it gets are hot fixes, then that's a bullshit model to begin with. Like, don't don't give your game a subscription-based model if that's what you're going to do to it. Yeah, but I mean, it's not you, a lot. How much was it? Uh, all right. I remember it not being a lot. Let me look it up. Hold on a second. If it was, if it's less than a standard MMO per month price, then they, ha- I still, I, I'm even more baffled for why they just didn't outright say it's a subscription based model. Okay. So I, uh, from based on what I remember, it was like, so you have to, there are different tiers of it, right? The, the base tier is ten dollars a month That's and not it bad. goes to 30 and then 60. what do you get for 30 and 60. uh hold on a second so the starter access which it or starter access is the free one okay. oh and then there's the standard access which is a ten dollar one which is um Including track track of the day selection, full access to replays, track editor, and map reviewer su- uh, servers. Additionally, players can participate in daily competitions and keep a ver- every tr- track of the day in official tr- campaign track. Eh, so that's ten dollars really. a year. Yeah, uh, ten dollars a year. Yeah. Oh, oh if it's okay. A year, that's nonsense. That is wow. <laughs> if people that are really that's cheap. silly. Yeah. I was gonna say like. I was thinking like $10 a month and that's all you get. I was going to be like, ah, that's weird. That's a way too much money for so little. But $10 a month? Yeah. That 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 is your um, Nintendo Access or Nintendo Online, right? Like how much is it for a year? Uh, 20? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Pay and for Trackmania for 10 there's a $30 one. Yeah. Which is you get everything from above. Um, allows to join their favorite clubs to access exclusive content and activities such as skin customization, special campaigns, online rooms, 
training tracks and competition, they can also create their own club to share their creations and organize events. Okay. Players can participate in open grand league organized by Ubisoft See, you and know qualify really for track mate in the uh, grand league. You know what's really weird about this? What? Is that the, the starter access is free. So essentially when people are complaining, they're complaining about paying. Let, so it said like you could do uh, three years for $59.99, right? Um, and that's with like the club access, which is the highest tier. And I'm, it's kind of like if the game is free, you're basically saying that you get access to everything for the cost of a normal game for three years. And it kind of sounds super reasonable. Yeah. Like it, if the game costs money by itself, that's a whole different story. But the game is free. So is it like, free? Yeah. I'm not that much. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just looked at the 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 subscription like Ubisoft just saying, oh, this is not a subscription. This is not a subscription. I, I, that, well, that's more of like I'm just the, looking at the starter access. It says free for players to race solo or multiplayer on a quarterly renewed on quarterly renewed official campaigns. It sounds like it's free to play. But then you have like this tiered subscription. Well, I'm calling it a subscription model. Fuck it. A tiered subscription model that's super cheap. But like even like a couple of years, three years is worth just the cost of like what we would normally pay for a game. Mm -hmm. That's I don't that sounds like super reasonable to me, especially considering like Zeldrick said, I assume they have to keep updating things. But if they don't. Three years of a game for sixty dollars is kind of reasonable, as far as like as far as for my taste, anyway. Yeah, like I, I feel like a lot of games you pay sixty dollars to play on an annual basis. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not mad at this anymore. It's it's, it's yeah. kind of a I mean weird I'm not mad I'm mad at what they're know. doing. I'm just mad at that what they say is like this is not a subscription. You're misinforming. That's what you're upset about. They're they're yeah. just I mean, not correct in the way that they're explaining it. Mm. Yeah, because I think I think like, you know, the software as a service is getting a lot of bad rap recently. Maybe that's why they, they say, oh, this is not a subscription. I mean, all they really had to do. Well, I guess they yeah, all they had to do is call it as like instead of just like a you call it an annual subscription model. I, I feel like most people won't be as offended as they might hypothetically be to have to pay every month. At versus like paying a year. Especially if it's like, oh, pay $10 for a year. You're probably not going to be as offended by that as like thinking, you know, like what you might get in an MMO where people might be like, oh, is it going to be like $15 a month or something like that? Which that, at that point, I, I could get it if it's something you didn't have to do that with in previous versions of the game. But yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem that bad to me. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if I get specifically what the aversion is to call in this subscription model, though. I'm, I'm with you on that. Ah, all right. Um, next thing is, did you guys ever play Kingdoms of Amalur? No. I've uh, heard of it. Definitely never played it. I have seen it on the shelf for several years, and I played the demo, and I was always like... Wait, what do you mean seen it on the shelf? You own it? No, like at GameStop. Oh, okay, got you, got you. Um... And uh, thinking like, I'll, I'll get that one day. And even when it was used for like 15 bucks, I was like, eh, maybe I'll get that one day. I played the demo and I liked the demo. And then I just 
didn't think about it. Yeah, I feel like that's how, that's how I was too. I was like, I watched Day Nine play, and I was like saying, "Damn, I want to get this too." But then, like, I got it on a super big sale on Steam, and then I just never got around to playing it. Yeah, even with the uh, it being on Steam or on PC, like if I could have gotten it really cheap, I ran into yeah. the problem again of uh, I have too many games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyways. They're having a remaster. So everybody that missed out on it or they, they already loved it has a chance to play it again. Yeah, um, I'm confused because the studio that made this closed down. THQ uh, Nordic reacquired it or not reacquired it. They acquired it. Yeah, so I like, remember yeah, hearing yeah. so much about this new uh, of that studio going down because I, I know like the the government of what was it rhode island like put a lot of money into that studio oh yeah i do remember that huh well or just like uh, a government pumping a bunch of money into game developments yeah yeah but uh so the original was reckoning and the new one is re-reckoning <laughs> <laughs> that's such a weird name Kingdom of Amalur remaster. Not even reckoning. Well, do you do you guys? Is there any enthusiasm for any three of you three to like play it? Yeah. I mean, I haven't downloaded like this. This news came out like a day after I downloaded it because you know with my new five terabyte hard drive. Oh, it's so I got. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I, I, I'm just laughing off his five terabyte hard drive oh um <laughs> yeah uh, flexing that terabyte yeah. muscle. it was only it was only a hundred and ten dollars not until i five my terabytes i think that's a deal <laughs> i spent a hundred and ten dollars on five terabytes oh, look at me look at all my space <laughs> look at all my space i can put my two hands together yeah, not only out. that like I'm, i never know when comcast is gonna like you know tell say like oh for putting a cap on you guys again so that's why i got it sure yeah so kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning <laughs> um yeah no i mean i i i'm excited that this is getting an uplift an uplift uh, a facelift uh, a facelift and, and getting getting like, like, get, being, like brought get, back being brought because, back because because now i now have I a better have reason, reason to go back to, to go something back to something and to and to put my focus put my on focus it because i missed out on it that, see that's it that's sort, sort, of sort of thing when it comes, thing to, when it comes like, to like hd uplifts HD or something like that where um it's like oh man like i never got around to play it and then they make an hd remaster of it and then and then i i think oh Oh, well, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's gonna look better. Gonna look I'll better. pick it up. I'll pick it up when they do that. When they do that, um, and then um, and that will be like, my, that'll first be like my first experience. Um, and then for um, all the games, all that, games I liked, that I like, that are getting that, that, getting that, that uplift. That uplift then I'm like, then oh, I'm like that's oh, awesome. that's awesome. People that people I know that, that, I know played, that this played this can play this, can play this HD, HD remastered, remastered version, version and I can recommend, and I can it, recommend to it to them and have, and it, have, and have, them, and have enjoy them enjoy it like, how, it like I how I did if they missed out, they on, missed it. out on it. Um, um, and unless and you get an HD remaster that's completely busted. Because that happens. Because that happens too. Sure. But... No, I'm no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm excited, I'm, for, I'm this excited for this one. 
Yeah, maybe it's worth. I, I remember being interested in it when it came out. I think it was like what 2011 or so. It was this like a long time ago that came out, right? Yeah, yeah. 2012 2012, or something. 2012. Oh, 2012. Okay, yeah. But I, I know I never played it, so maybe it's like worth kind of. Yeah, I never played yeah, it. I never played it. I've always, I've always kept downloading, downloading it, and I never, and got, never got, around got around to playing it. Uh, now, just, uh, what do you know if you own the original? If you get the remaster version, that's a good that's question. A good question. Yeah, that's a, yeah, good, that's question. a good question. Because, I doubt because, it. Doubt it. Well, well, you, 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 uh, if you remember, uh, if you remember uh, a topic of ours a week or two ago, um, how um, mafia, how mafia on PC, on PC, they like if they you had like, mafia, if you one, mafia two, one, two, and three, you got the definitive editions or the editions or the remakes or remakes of one, two, and three, one, two, and three. So, mm-hmm. so you never know. You never know. Like, like THQ Nordic, Nordic has been doing pretty, pretty well when it well comes when to, it comes to uh, the public. Uh, the public, what they're doing with their games, their development, their, their HD uplift. Because um, um, I'm, pretty, I'm sure pretty sure that when it, that came, when it came, to came to the Dark Side War Master Edition and the Death in Death in a fucking Dark Side of Dark Side of That's such a that's hard, such a word, hard to say. word to say. Death innovative. Definitive. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm pretty sure I'm you pretty got, sure you got yeah, yeah. you get the, you get the, the, the remastered version, remastered of version of those. Because I because had Dark Siders Dark on, my on my Steam list. And I got War Mastered Edition. So so Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they give hopefully you the re-reckoning edition because you have the original the original. We'll have to keep we'll eyes, on, to that keep eyes on that then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, another piece of news. Piece of news. Do you, do you, um, um, this is by VG this is by Charts. VG Charts. They, they, say, uh, they, made, uh, they made, had a had article, article that posted that posted the PS4 outsell the PS2. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? As in total, total, can, do you can, think the PS4 will outsell the PS2? Yes, PS2 is the number one selling console in the world. No. <laughs> in because this day, PS4 is, is freaking up on PS2. I mean, PS4 is currently ranked fourth right now on the, on the most sold, sold uh, console, uh, console in the world. In the world. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I see I, that. I see that. <laughs> I always, I always feel like, feel that, like I'm that, sure this is true. true. This is true. Numbers, numbers start to, start to dwindle, dwindle, and slow down, slow down to a crawl. the next, the next uh, generation? generation? It's the market. It's the market. Um. Um. So like, so they, like have, they have like, what, six months. Six months. Eleven months. Eleven months. Before, before like the PS4, like the PS4 would, will outsell the PS2. I don't think so. Don't think so. Yeah, because yeah, right because now the PS2 right is, at, PS2 one is at 157. What is it? What is it? Million? Million? And the PS4 is at 111 million. I mean, in between that is the Nintendo DS and the original Game Boy. Wow. How much did the original Game Boy sell? 118 million. God damn. God damn. And Nintendo DS was 154 million. I the don't original PlayStation, PlayStation is right after the right PS4, after the PS4, PS4 which is at 102 million, and then it's the PS3, then the 360. In the span of six months, 
they have to sell, have to sell 40 million, 40 million uh, units, uh, units of PS4s, PS4s to be able to, to, be able to match the match PS2. PS2. There's I mean, no way. The PS2 no way. was like, that's over the lifetime of the PS2, right? Yeah. Or is it just yeah. before until the PS3 came out? Yeah, no, it's the lifetime, yeah, no, it's the of, the lifetime of the PS2. Yeah, but what was See, the it doesn't have to be in six months, but... What's that? What was the lifetime, what was the of, the lifetime of the PS2? Well, I'm, well, I was just asking specifically because, you know, like... It's not like the PS2 would have vanished right after the PS3 came out. I can so I'm attest sure they were still to this. this, this when I worked at the, when PlayStation, I worked at the PlayStation Store, every, a lot of, every, a lot of like, maybe, like maybe eight or ten eight months or after, ten the months PS3 after the came PS3 out, came out, we sold more we PS2s sold more than, PS2s than, the PS3s. than the PS3s. Yeah. Because well, it, was yeah, only like, it, was it was only like 150 or 200 bucks yeah. compared to the PS3s like 600. If I had to guess, I would guess that like it's not going to happen because of just how the times have changed. Just like there's so many more options at this point, including options where hypothetically you don't even need to buy like that full on console. Like, cause everything, you know, things are kind of trending towards the idea of like a uh, cloud being available cloud. online. Yeah. Cloud based. And then like even playing stuff from a, uh, you know, playing games from PS4, for example, through a browser, I'm sure is going to come at some point. Yeah. So yeah. at one point, you're just not going to even need the console. So it's probably going to, the fact that they got all those sales is probably partially just because like the options that were out there. Plus it was kind of the PS2 was the better console at that point. Cause that it would have been up against what Xbox, the original Xbox. E- yes, yes. Was, yeah, yes. right, yeah. So it was the better console, absolutely. Like out of the Xbox and the PS, they had better games, and it definitely wasn't as huge. The freaking cons, the Xbox was massive. Controllers were massive. Like everything about it was cumbersome. So that might be a part of it too. It's just like at the, going in the future, they're gonna have a lot more competition with um the whole cloud based stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, the console the, wars, the console at, wars that at that point was, was PS2, PS2, the original, the original Xbox, Xbox, the 64, the 64 and, the Dreamcast. and the Dreamcast. Yep. I mean, that's kind of why like Nintendo dominated like the handheld space, right? Because they were like essentially the only ones that had one. Right. Right. Well, for, I mean, it was Game Gear, but you know, we've <laughs> <laughs> already spoken our fees on that. <laughs> <laughs> And the PSP, the PSP. Graphics 16. The PSP was later. The PSP though. was later though. That came way later though. Mm. Mm. That was during that the was PS3. during the PS3. Yeah. Um, um, but the, uh, but the uh, I guess uh, side, side note, side um, note, the Dreamcast, the Dreamcast was, six, was like, six, wildly successful, wildly wasn't, successful it? wasn't it? Yes, it the was. Dreamcast, Dreamcast. Uh, no, not I really, think it was wildly really. popular. Yeah, oh, not okay. successful. Okay. It yeah. wasn't successful. It wasn't it was successful. It was popular for two reasons. One, it was the only one that had a modem in it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right. And number two, and number two, easily can pirate easily games, pirate onto, games that onto that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I told yeah. y'all before, I had like 120 games and I think I bought two. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can just download, like you can just uh, download, get the, uh, get the, like was action it? replay like CD, and then you don't even need to mod that system to be able to play burned games. Yeah, you had to at least mod a PS2 to do it. You didn't do have to do Ooh, those anything modded to you. P- like those modded PS2s, those modded PS2s were amazing, amazing back in the day. I don't think I ever. Yeah, I, I modded mine. I, I, I don't think I ever had one. I knew somebody that had a modded one. I was like, like, like uh, want to play this, some games, games on, on PS2. Some games on PS2. I'm like, yeah. How many games you got? I got. How many games you got? I got. I'm like, what you mean? All I see, all I see is like, all I see is like in the area, disc in the area. Don't worry about it. We gave you the word. We gave you. Oh wait, because. The modded ones had like the hard drive, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, that, the, I did the, have a modded one at one point. The big yeah. bulky, the big ones, bulky had ones had a drive slot in the back that you could fit a hard drive. Hard drive that, was yeah. that was specifically what that port, port was for. Was for. It was supposed. It was supposed. It was for a hard disk drive. Hard disk drive. And and like I remember. See, I never heard about these modded PS2s. Um, at all. Um, at all. Until a lot later after the PS2, which I don't think exists. Oh, I remember that, dude. But the only reason why I knew that that drive spot existed was when Final Fantasy XI came out. And it was this big spot. And it came with a hard disk drive. Because the only way that you were able to play Final Fantasy XI on your PS2 was if you had the disk and a hard disk drive to install everything onto it. Like, and I remember like, that and actually. So then, I didn't play so it, then, but I totally remember that. Yeah. So yeah. then, like, so then, I was like, I was like, oh, wait, it comes wait, to the hard disk drive. And so when I was, so when like, I was looking at like, it and researching it, researching it, they're like, yeah, you just like, yeah, you just pop this like, open. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And I look at the back of my PS2, pop up, pop in that lid. I was like, what do you know? What do you know? There's a hard disk drive slot in Fucking, fucking, this was, this like 2009, Or something like that. something like that. But like, but like, it was before that. It was before that. Yeah, because yeah, I remember. Because like, I remember. The fair, like, the, the, I think oh, wait, the only game that really yeah, was in college when it came out. Hard drive. Yeah. Was Final Fantasy Eleven. Two thousand. Sorry, like two thousand. Two thousand two or something like that. or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely. It was definitely like during that time because like I remember. Like remember. I feel like I feel like I remember correctly. Remember correctly. Only game was Final Fantasy Eleven that required you to have a hard drive. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Um. Fucking. Fucking. Four old dudes talking about. The console, about the console wars back in our day back in our day um um but yeah but yeah that and was gonna be that called was boomers. Really called boomers fucking i always i already get joked about that i get called that i get called a boomer um um I think that's like I think also, that's like the, also the, the one thing the one that I like mentioning like people for people, people, people to, to call me a boomer. Like, I remember like, ah, back in the console wars and they're like, shut up, grandpa. Shut up, grandpa. Speaking of cloud gaming, what's another word what's for another cloud, word for but cloud, much closer, but to much closer to Earth? Cumulonimbus. Cumulonimbus. A fog. I have, a fog. I have, okay. Okay. Fog <laughs> gaming data centers. Data centers. By Sega. Um, by Sega. Um, in Japan. In the arcades. In the arcades. Maybe their ideas are a little bit foggy. foggy. But, but, uh, uh, no, so basically, no, so you know, basically, arcades you know, are big arcades in Japan, are big and, 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 um, you know, like, and, you know, like, like arcades, they have, like, their own central, central system, system in Japan, where in Japan, where they can keep players play with each other, play with each other in the arcades. Well, now that, now that arcades are kind of barren because of the COVID is happening around the world, around the world, they're trying to bring that, they're trying to bring that, bring that infrastructure infrastructure into people's homes. With like, like, so do you install on your PC? I don't that I, much. I, I'm, that I'm much, not really I'm, sure. I'm not really all, sure. I think all, like I it's think like, like it's like they're like like. I'm guessing I'm so. I'm guessing so. It, huh. It's a little huh. weird. It's how a little weird how they worded this. Worded this. And again, I'm and again I'm reading this in Japanese. Japanese too. Like Maybe I'll look for an English site. This is kind of kind of weird. Weird because like because like the arcades are being really hard. Really hard. But then like then like they're trying to bring the arcades experience of their stuff to your home to your home. 
uh, like, like they're not gonna. They're I don't think they're gonna, gonna, gonna be like, yeah, just, like, yeah, just, just like, install, install this app onto your app onto your Xbox PlayStation, or PlayStation. Um, um, or like I would assume like, it would, I would be, assume on, it would the be computer, on the computer, and, and it would be like it would be like like it is like, cloud based. So then, based, like, you then like looking at looking a viewer that is the portal into like the arcade machine, machine, and on the screen, on the screen. Um, yeah. So basically, yeah. What, so it basically what it says is fog gaming, fog gaming would, add would minimal add lag, minimal less than one less millisecond, than one millisecond to the regular, to the network, regular latency. network latency. That How is, is that, that possible? Is that possible? Because even during land, I remember it being at least five. Five. Because Japan has. Japan I don't know if I get what. It, what is it? What's the point of this? Not like not arcades, like arcades, uh, like, ar- uh, like, like there are like there are arcade, there are arcade experience. It's experience. It's, it's I'm like it, reading all I'm a like bunch of these English ones, these English, ones, English articles, like English articles, and, and it's like it says it's, it's not, like, entirely, it's not clear entirely clear, clear well, whether Japanese whether players will be able to stream games directly from arcade machines. But it's a little, yeah, it's a little, yeah. I don't know how I don't know how to explain this. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Figure out is it like, is it like the claw game or whatever? No, Where, no. You, well, sorry, not the claw game, but like um, you know how there's uh, those machines that you can actually like play, um, those type of claw or those those like kind of like actual games? UFO games. Um. I don't know. I've just seen people do it on Twitch. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you meet that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The UFO claw games. No, 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 in the Metreon, in the Metreon called the Air Garage, and it was it was just it was just game, and there was like a and there was like there was like a there was like a there was hundreds of these cabinets in there, and I don't remember how how it played. I just remember there was like multiple teams, and then and then these portals, and people are shooting at each other, but it was just one game of like maybe two or three hundred people playing in this one game. Hmm. I'm guessing it's kind of like that, but you know, instead of it being like in a single arcade center, the, like there's multiple arcade center that's relatively close to each other. You know, Sega has their own arcade center in Japan that's like multiple stories high. Yeah. So they like I'm guessing like it has something to do with that. Yeah, I guess I'm just kind of confused in the sense of like uh hmm what what is this bringing to you that you can't just get from having in a game installed on your computer that you play i don't i don't, like cuz like realistically i imagine the arcade experience the reason why you would do that versus doing an at home experience is because you get to be around people and like maybe there's certain games that you can't play and usually that has something to do with some kind of physical attribute. Like, right. You play DDR. It makes sense in an arcade because they have a DDR machine or you play like claw game because there's an actual claw machine. But it's like, if, how do you bring that experience home without just making it the same thing as playing a game at home? I, I don't but, know, but that's the point because you can't go to the arcade. Yeah, sure. Sure. I get that. I'm just I, like, 
I'm, I'm trying to think of what's the example of the game well, where you're again, like, Japan, oh, now I want to play this at home. People are playing on gaming computers because their space is limited. Sure. I, I'm, okay. Maybe, maybe you, maybe this is a good way to put it. Um, what would you imagine somebody would be doing from home? Like, what's an example of a game you would imagine somebody playing from home? Probably playing on a console. Meaning, like, if they're bringing this with this fog gaming thing, if they're bringing this experience home, what would you imagine they're playing? Uh, chances are probably fighting games. Uh, those, so that's what I'm those saying. Card, like, historical card games that they have, you know, you know, they, they place cards on, card on this little digital table, like physical that, cards. Um, or, uh, I mean, there are some music games as well that like, uh, there is a, um, Final Fantasy, um, theater rhythm where like you are, you're pressing buttons and wait, that's an arcade game. Yep. I did not know that. I I thought that was just a normal, like, uh, handheld game. Yeah. Um, we, uh, there's a, a couple of, um, arcades in the Bay area that have them. It's super fun, but they're in all they're in complete uh, complete Japanese, so like it's kind of hard to navigate them. Still fun though, um, but uh, but yeah, the, but it, it doesn't have like a specific kind of um, input interface that's like kind of you know something that like isn't necessarily going to be super easily duplicated at home. I think it's a touch screen actually. I think that one specifically is a touch screen. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I mean. It's like, why not just release the game at home then? Because they, because they want to keep it under one millisecond. It it no like <laughs> because they still want to keep that as a as a um, arcade game and just have you access the arcade game and not release a copy of it to then buy and put it onto your uh, onto your computer. Like that's the point. Like yeah. the reason why that like um that uh, arcade games stay as arcade games is because they either get more money for it or and or it is a arcade experience type of game. Like well, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Like when I say the arcade experience type of game, I'm like, I'm a, I'm just trying to picture the situation where you're at home and you're like, I want to I want to play this arcade experience type of game by myself. Well, but you don't want to play a console game. I don't know. Or you man. don't want to play a PC Anytime game. Anytime that I'm going know. to the to the arcade, ninety percent of the time I'm by myself, even though that I went with friends because they want to play something that I don't want to play. <laughs> sure, sure. So like no, I got the arcade experience of people around me playing other games, and it's just like ooh, flashing colors and a lot a lot of sound. But I'm focusing on my <laughs> one game. Hmm. So. Okay. Like my arcade experience is playing on that machine, but if my arcade experience can't, it won't be on that one machine, but I still want to play the game. Cool. Yeah. I'll download this fog cloud gaming thing and then play the game that I wanted to play at the arcade. Okay. I guess that's the, that's the part I won't keep poking and prodding on it, but that's the part that confuses me. Cause I'm like, you, it's exactly what you described where you're like, oh, I want to, I go to the arcade because I want to be around the people and the lights or whatever, even if I'm playing by myself. And it's like, okay, well, now take out the people and the lights and stuff like that and say, like, the arcade's not there anymore because of, you know, because of quarantine or whatever the case may the change in the landscape or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, okay, well, I want to just play it from home. And I'm like, 
I feel like you might make more money just making a home version of it. Right. If you can't have like that full on, like I said, with DDR, for example, if you don't have the full on machine where you can stop and all do all that kind of stuff, well, then you're playing an at home version of an arcade game that requires you to play it completely differently than you would play in the arcade. Right. But like, so, yeah. so like, and then the example or the, the description I gave from that was like there, these companies want to keep their games inside the arcade. <clears throat> yeah. But what if, it, what if the landscape's changing? What's the point of that? You then create this, the fog based gaming where you still have the arcade paying model for people to have access to your games. And then whoever is hosting these games inside their arcade paying 100 yen every time when you die. Yeah. yeah. uh, Like, so like, because the companies that that make the the game and the machine, well, like, but like now, so it's still like to keep the software away from personal hands. Or, like, I mean, yeah. That, okay, so what I could imagine being, maybe I'm just getting confused a little bit, is so is the idea that, like, the game is hosted on a server somewhere and you play via this fog, um, fog gaming system or whatever and still have, like, the same payment model? Or are they actually still trying to keep the machines in the arcades and, like, you somehow connect to those machines in order to play? I think that's how it's working, but I'm not exactly sure. That's the part I'm confused on. Like, why keep the machines? Well, if I mean, unless, you know, yeah. unless at some point it's going to open back up and be back to normal. Well, that's yeah. that's the thing. Like, this entire thing is not permanent. Like, it, it like this is the interim of people paying to paying to play your game while at home. And then I guess I would assume discontinue the service once the arcades are able to open up again. Yeah, because I think arcades in Japan, if I remember correctly, um, it doesn't work like American arcades where like once the high score is there, like it gets deleted at the end of the day, it gets saved on a cloud and or in this case, the fog. And, you know, the high score goes to every arcade center with that game installed onto it. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah, and then there's like profiles too, if I remember correctly, on some of these arcade games. Like, the, like you have to create a profile and then make an account and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, we'll have to see. Maybe next week we'll find out more about this whole fog gaming thing. <laughs> I don't know why they call it a fog gaming. Is it because it's closer to us, making it it's less probably harder because to it's reach? just again buzzwords. It's like uh, it's cloud gaming, but for arcades, so we call it fog gaming. <laughs> I, <laughs> I bet that's all it was. They were like, "We want to call it something different than cloud gaming." Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, I'm going to start closing it out there. Unless you guys have anything you want to talk about. Um. There's an indie showcase. Um, the Gorilla Collective Showcase in June. Um, and uh, I believe it was a pushback sort of thing. Um, but uh, they had they had a conference thing to, today um, for, um, uh, as the article puts here, um, 
preparing for a live stream for June 7th to highlight Black voices in our industry, dedicated exclusively to showcasing games created by Black developers, titles featuring Black protagonists and conservatives with these creators. Good on them. Um, I don't know where this quote exactly comes from, uh, but it's on Destructoid. And so it, the Gorilla Collective is on the 13th to the 15th, and it's just a bunch of indie uh, developers. Um Three days of like indie games, uh, including um, Larian Studios from Baldur's Gate 3, uh, the um, Funcom that made Mutant Year Zero, uh, and uh, going through this, oh, and Zom that made Disco Elysium. Um, and there's a, a ton more on this list too. Uh, so keep tabs on that. Gorilla Collective 11th, or I'm sorry, 13th to the 15th. All right, cool. Nobody else have any more news that you want to share? No, I'm good. All right, cool. All right, let's start closing this out. Zeldrick, what are you doing this week? Um, it's gonna be Neo Streams. Um, Neo Streams for more fundraising, um, for Color of Change. Uh, I also um I put it as like a five hundred dollar goal. Um, and we're halfway to that. I wanted to do multiple but like uh, i only i was only able to find one other on tiltify um so i will after this goal is met move on to another one but if uh that one is met um i will go back to color of change and set another goal for that unless i can find another one within tiltify um but i plan on doing that for the rest of my neo playthrough and uh, I don't have the DLC for it, so it's just for for this for the story. Uh, if you want to catch any of that, it will be at Twitch.tv/zeldrick, and you can also find me at Twitter at zeldrick. Um, I'm gonna be doing some more Grand Theft Auto, um, but also like I don't know. I think I'm just gonna kind of wing it this week because. Uh, might not be able to do kind of the streaming that I did last week the same way um, this week, but uh, I'm at least going to put some time in there and then definitely some killer instinct time as well, but that might be off stream. So we'll, but we'll see. Um, but if anybody wants to come check me out, I'm at twitch.tv slash unsheath P and the same on Twitter. All right. For me, my schedule is it's changing a little bit as well because of work, but what I have is probably final fantasy seven. I'm trying to get as much gaming on that game as I possibly can before uh, ne not next week, but the week after that, we will uh, be playing some The Last of Us 2. <clears throat> you can check me out at um, Lady underscore Infamous 415. And thank you so much for joining us this evening and have a great time as always. And we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. And for me, I'm going to be playing more Valorant, chances are it's going to be a lot more Valorant because that game's performance has gone up significantly since the beta. Uh, and I don't know. I haven't, I, now that I have this huge list of downloaded games, I, I'm, I haven't really figured out what I want to play with all of this yet. So I might just go down the list and then just knock them out one at a time. Some of the games I played before, like Deus Ex, Human Revolution, and Mankind Divided, but but I downloaded it again because I need, I probably want to play those again because I those are fun ass games. But other than that, 
that is it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please, 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 please like, favorite, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening to on. It only takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds to do so, especially if you're on a mobile device. Just tap on that like button. If you got friends that like these diverse gaming conversations, share the podcast with your friends too. See you guys next week.